2: you you're going to want to save this one for later either i'm going to be look extremely smart or you're going to troll the hell out of me for this one are you ready for this all right all right i'm ready the leafs are going to win the cup
3: and welcome to the brews and bruins podcast i think it's episode 83 of season three uh who knows if not then uh well you're still in the right place uh i am drew johnson we're gonna just have a revolving door here people coming in and out i'll let you guys introduce yourselves uh let's go with oliver first oliver how you doing
1: uh, you know, long time. I guess third time technically. I'm Oliver Mantown. You may know me from Pride Diehards and uh, sassily and consistently bullying Cam on Twitter. I would also like to add, I have not been invited back since I have bullied Cam. Very mad at me. But other than that, uh, that's uh, that's more or less what you need to know about me.
4: Awesome, Sean, yeah. Sean Rajat. Um, I know my last name's been pronounced a million different ways, but <laughs> second time being on the pod, so I'm excited. Well, here we are. Are you guys drinking anything tonight or?
3: Yes, uh, sir.
1: absolutely. I guess we got to.
3: Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, There's <that was> so <laughs> <was> the can <laughs> scraping against the mic. It's what
4: that was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Oliver, you want to start?
1: Uh, yeah, once again, I am bringing back uh the Diskin 615 because I have way too much of this in my fridge from, uh, from earlier this month, and I've been on the road for the last like week, so this is what I have <laughs> way too much of. Uh, as always, uh, perfect drinkability, uh, and goes down like water, so
3: so is that a 37 then out of 30. Absolutely,
1: 37. Isn't is it going? That's fantastic. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love that. Um, I am drinking from Industrial Arts a wrench. It's a hazy IPA, uh, 7.1% from uh New York. And I would say drinkability. It's a good 30. We'll go like a Tim Thomas on that. Uh tasteability nice. also up there. I would say high 20s, maybe like a 27. Rest in peace, John Moore. So we'll go with that. Rob, welcome. Good to be back.
3: <laughs> Introdu- you just joined at the right time. We're right on beer. So introduce yourself. And if, you, if you're if you having a drink, feel free. Uh,
0: perfect. Uh, my name is Rob Schlosser. I am um, didn't have any beer in the fridge, so I'm drinking a rum and coke. Um, I'll pretend like I haven't been drinking it for the past five minutes. Um, as... Is always the case. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Well, for tasteability, it tastes like Coca-Cola, which is kind (laughs) of what you would expect. So I'll give that like a low 23. Uh, Drinkability, I could drink that like all day pretty much. So I'll I'll just give it a 30. Uh, Does not pass the Drew test like most Coca-Cola, but that is what it
3: is. It just keeps happening perfectly. Now we got Pat Laverty. (laughs) Pat, time to introduce yourself
2: and what you're drinking. Right on time. All right. Yeah, it's good to be here. And I am drinking something that probably even passes the Drew test. I get a Mike's lemonade here. which uh, Yeah, you you can taste it pretty well. Probably give it like a 25 for taste. But you can hammer these things all day, can't you? So I think there's no question that gets a 37. Love
3: it. Every time. Um, So, yeah, clearly uh, Chris and Cam aren't here. It's me on my own, and I panicked and decided to just shoot a link out into the void um, and so we'll just have people coming in and out as 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 they please, I suppose. I'm surprised we've gotten so many <laughs> so far, um, but it's great to see. Um, so first thing I got here on the agenda is the Pavel Zaka trade. Um, I think that was based the biggest acquisition. The free agency, I think we'll get to, but there, there wasn't too much going on there. Um, I think they're after me. I don't know if you heard those sirens. <laughs> um, I said you can't do a alone. <laughs> but maybe we could just go around the, the ring here of of starting with the top left. Or I suppose Oliver, work your way down, and then I can just copy and paste your opinions. So what, what's your take on the soccer trade? One for one for Eric uh,
1: I mean... Don Sweeney really needs to get over his obsession with the 2015 draft class. I'm sorry it didn't go well for you, bud, but that doesn't mean pick everyone up from it now that you can. So I like it and I don't. I think it's a good move. I think that you get a little bit younger, which is a huge plus. I think if Krejci doesn't come back, it's something that you can plop him in the second line and hopefully have better production than Hollow last year. But then if you want to keep him, on the third line, should Craig come back or put him up on a wing and try to see you can do that. On the second line, when he's to come back in January, you might be able to find some production with him. I mean, he's a 30 point scorer, you know. Uh, it's probably going to be something like another Craig Smith where he'll get uh, good for a minute, be good, and we'll like him, he'll go cold. I'm just hoping he another Jake DeBrusque where everyone keeps him. To be streaky and uh, I don't Mike
3: Struppi. Awesome.
0: I like the move for the possibility of keeping someone in the system for a while. I think we would have all expected if Eric Hollis stayed, he would have left at the end of this year and you know freed up a little cap space. So um, somebody that we can keep in the fold for a little bit. Um, I feel like his his profile fits well uh, when everyone's hopefully healthy. If we are getting uh, Krejci and Bergeron, or um, if he fits into that third line with Coyle and Smith, I think he fits really well with them. And looking forward, if he you know excels in our system and has that breakout that Devils fans were hoping for, you know, the entire time he was there, um, he could potentially be a young center that we've brought into the fold. Um, And
3: whether that comes to be, I guess we'll find out. All righty. Pat or Sean, I don't know if we're going in a circle or we're going like (laughs) reading like a paragraph here. So
4: (laughs) I think we're going in a circle. So it's Sean's turn. All right. All right. Ready? Yeah, no, I mean, I think it's a good pick up. I think to start off the year, if you're assuming Bergeron and Krejci are back, Hall's going to move up to that first line in Marchand's absence. So you're going to get Krejci, Zaka, hopefully Pasternak line, which would be pretty cool to see. And I think, I mean, you're going to get a 15-20 goal scorer here. I don't know how much he's going to benefit from going from a team like the Devils to the Bruins, but I, I think he's a perfect Bruins mold big guy who has scoring potential and I, I think he'll plug in pretty well to this team so I'm excited to see what they'll do with him and as mentioned he can play center he can play wing so it, it's a good pickup in my opinion
2: yeah I think you can't really complain too much about the pickup the major problem might be the salary his qualifying offer of three million dollars is still higher than Halla's 2.3 million that he was going to get and the Bruins were already in a mess. But I have a major problem with what Oliver said, where he said that the, the Bruins can't go get every guy that was drafted in 2015. I want Connor McDavid on the Bruins. He was <laughs> Shit, you got me there. <laughs> um,
3: I think on the Zaka trade, I think it's a it's a situation where it's like little risk but great reward potentially um if he can tap into some other level of his game and really excel like that first uh first round pick he is not overall oh what he was six overall right yep Never yeah. about. all right um and i think also um he he's trained in boston for a number of bt uh, it, on nhl.com there's that story and he was uh you know, friends with Zaboral growing up, uh, got to know Charlie Coyle and McAvoy by having a place in Boston over the summers, his fiance is from Needham. So hell yeah. uh, Sticking around hopefully. Um, And so I think that's like a great transition for a player. I think, especially coming into the Boston market, sometimes that can be tough for some players depending on their personality. Are they ready to step into that kind of spotlight? Um, And this, this fan base can be brutal at times. So um, and into this whole situation with management. But I think that really will help in that transition into into Boston, into a new organization.
2: And the fan base might already be a little bit brutal. One of the things that I think I saw Devils fans talking about him, and I don't know if others saw this as well, that he's a pretty good skilled player in the middle of the ice. You start getting near the boards in the corners, now we have a little bit more of an issue with him which I don't know if that's true, but if it is true, if he doesn't really like to go into corners and take hits, I think Bruins fans are going to have some problems with that.
1: So yeah. what you're saying is he would have fit perfectly in Bruce Cassidy's system, but you know now that we're away from that, we're just screw all.
2: Well, <laughs> yeah, hopefully the Montgomery right. system is uh, an increase in, in offense,
1: and yeah, we can only hope.
2: Just judging by his like uh, heat map for his
4: shots, they're all in the middle of the ice. So but I, I don't know. I think the Bruins need more of that. So I think this is a good pickup. And if he could drive from the middle of the ice in but in, in between the dots, that's that's perfect for the Bruins.
1: yeah, if,
2: if you know, I mean, he's playing with, yeah, with coil, where Coil's the guy bringing the puck in and doing his thing where he runs all around in the offensive zone and then finally finds somebody open and there's Zaka wide open in front of the net. Great. Maybe we do get the 25, 30 goals out of him, which from a third liner would be insane.
3: Yeah, no, that would be great. I was going to say, where do you think he slots in on that third line? Cause I feel like if what's happening at that second line center spot, not that I think Zach is really cut out for it right now but uh we're, we're, that was that was hala so um but that kind of leads me into my next thing here with David Krejci and Patrice Bergeron uh, Bergeron obviously hasn't made a decision yet Krejci no idea where that's at uh just rumors thus far um do we want to go around the circle the opposite way uh starting with
2: Pat and then Sean then Rob then Oliver so this thing seems yeah. like it—it's it, probably uh, got to be the the done deal. Like uh, Chris and Lancey were talking about on on a recent episode, it, it's probably one of those things where they're already signed, sealed, delivered, all that kind of stuff, and they're just waiting on some other parts. Because once you go over the cap, and then you start trying to deal off players, now the other teams are really got you over barrel they probably know it anyway, but just the fact that the Bergeron Crecci contracts aren't signed yet and the Bruins aren't over the cap yet it kind of changes the, the negotiating strength a little bit might be how it is. So I'm in the camp that I fully expect both of them either to already be signed or are going to be announced soon as signed.
4: Yeah, I'm in a similar boat. I know there was the report. Um The french report that came out that everyone hit translate on twitter and freaked out about saying that bergeron hadn't made a decision yet um i I think what it really comes down to is they're figuring out uh with the kind of the contracts that they're getting it's going to be a lot of bonuses a lot of performance bonuses i don't think it's going to be a huge cap hit because i mean you look at the space that they have and they still have to sign zaka with I, I think it's like $4.7 that they have left. So there's not a ton left over for Bergeron and Krejci. I think they're trying to figure out the performance kind of bonuses that they're going to get. I don't know necessarily that's A v thing, but I feel like the fact that they're talking to them and all the reports coming out that they've had good conversations, it's going a good direction, but they might have to move some money, so we'll see. Yeah, and they're
0: definitely keeping the door open to to move out that money, as as everyone said. Um, you know, just everything surrounding Zaka coming in and um, you know getting a call from Bergeron immediately. Uh, those kinds of things give me a lot of hope, um, but you know I'll be I'll be anxious until we have the announcement. Um, and I will say, if they're not announcing them together, uh, I I don't know. Like that, that just seems like the you know the obvious way to do it. Um, And the fact that, you know, Krejci didn't tell him or didn't tell Don Sweeney to pound sand the second that he reached out to him, I think is a, you know, really encouraging sign Um, because I, a lot of people have said it, the trajectory of this season is vastly different, whether we have none, both or, you know, one in the, in the fold. So.
1: I mean, every Boston sports team is a watch what they do, not what they say type of team. And so think of any other team. They're not tweeting about people that they want to bring back. They're not being put. You don't bring up the name if you don't plan on bringing them back or if there's not something they'll bring them back because if they go to a different team or retire, they're going to be kind of pissed that you've been tweeting about them and talking about them about the press from your social media standpoint. So there's that, that. There's so much being said and allowed to be said that leads me to believe if it's not inked, it's getting close to being inked. That's for sure. Even if they're on one year deals and probably very, very, very incentive based as was previously said. But if you keep watching what they're doing, you know, it's the stuff that they're bringing up. It's the fact that they let something like Bergeron giving a phone call kind of, Get out there. Drift in the wind. It's a lot that says something. The talk of reuniting Krejci and Pasta and putting them on the same line, even possibly after their success at Worlds, is, I think, thrilling, but also something that you would have shut down if it wasn't even close to being true. So again, if it's not there, then I'd be very surprised. I don't think that that's something that Bergeron or Krejci is in their character to do to lead people on, just to be like, oh, nope, sorry, we actually are retiring and going back to the Czech Republic. I think the question still remains to be capped, and I don't know if this is on the docket or not, but with Kincaid being signed, you know, it's possible that Omar might be seeing his way out the door, and they're going to fish that around before they announce the Krejci-Bergeron thing, and they might announce both on the same day I'll give you some good news with kind of a gut punch. So, something to watch.
3: Yeah, you no, know, that's an interesting point in terms of using Allmark to clear up cap. I, I thought of the Kincaid signing. I, I guess we'll get to that. But um, Bergeron, yes, please. I think I think he, he's basically locked in. I think they're talking about money and stuff, but he's still going to be a part of this organization some way, and I'm pretty sure he'll be center. Um, if not, uh, Montgomery's on his way out, and uh, Bergeron, head coach. Um, I I think, I I mean, (laughs) I don't know how realistic Krejci is in coming back. Obviously, I think that hinges on Bergeron. I don't see any way of there just being, all right, Krejci's back for a season now and Bergeron's gone. So I I think they'd be doing it together. Um, So that would be awesome. Get one last run in um, and see what happens. That's, That's what takes this team from you're in a win now situation for one more year and you do need to kind of sell out. Or, um, or you're really kind of leaning more towards that rebuild and, and not being super competitive. So, uh, we'll see what happens. But, please, Saint Patrice, and upon this rock.
2: <laughs> What's going to be really interesting is like uh, we, we I think we all believe that those contracts are going to be heavily incentive filled, and the Bruins are still going to be right up against the cap, which means all those incentive. Millions are going to go into next year's cap. So let's say they carry over five to seven million dollars to next year's cap. What does that do to next year's team when you're starting off right off the bat with five to seven million dollars not even available because they spent it this year?
1: You're dumping Taylor Hall midway through the season, <laughs> <laughs>
2: which I'm sure would make night pretty happy.
4: Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> even though some people won't be happy about Riley getting moved, but you you gotta think he goes. And I'm surprised they didn't buy out Felino, but that, that's another almost four million off the books. But I feel they're gonna have room eventually. It just it depends on the moves between now and I would even say like the trade deadline of uh, this coming year to get some money off the books to be able to do anything. Uh, especially if Bershon and Gratier are back, like you've got to win now. So what, what are you going to do with that roster with the money you have available?
3: Absolutely. Um, well, you know what time it is. The action never ends at DraftKings Sportsbook, especially this summer with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports. You can fuel your fandom and feel the heat and feel the sweat of the season like never before. Plus right now, DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000. And if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on the on all the major action for baseball, golf, MMA, and more. Plus with same game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, your betting options feel endless. Um Please talk about an upcoming game of your choice, matchup slash pairings that interest you. Who you'll be keeping an eye on? Who most excites you? So, fellas,
1: <laughs>
3: what teams you got your eye on this summer? Huh? Where were Did you you just read parents?
1: like a freaking teleprompter. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised it doesn't say "Don't read this line," Drew. any
3: <laughs> oh, it's in, it's in red in, in parentheses. I did it last time to too. I did it last time too. <laughs> the last time I really didn't realize. System
1: again. I missed the robot. <laughs>
3: um, as I said last time, how about those Red Sox? A. Uh, best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to one thousand dollars. That's promo code THPN only at DraftKings sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Uh all right, that was limped through that, but that's okay. Um <laughs> um so, uh the next thing so, so, yeah. Next thing I got is just free agency in general. Bruins obviously making big splashes left and right. Um, T.J. <laughs> Green, Greer, as I like <laughs> to call him, um, uh, was one. Kincaid we already mentioned was another. Uh, I, I think it, maybe just to start, uh, what are your overall thoughts? Just on is this kind of what you expected from the Bruins? These little signings here and there with the cap situation and and do you think they filled any sort of needs with that
1: i mean it's it's down screening really. i mean it's it, it's what it is it's <laughs> everything and anything that we could have expected i saw that list go out and it was probably the most the last five years of Bruins hockey i've ever you know felt like it's no one that's gonna make a major splash but it's guys that are gonna build this team up and you know some years that works. Look at 2019. You build that bottom six, you go far in the playoffs. But you've got perennial AHLers and it helps against the cap, sure. But there, was, there wasn't even an attempt at a splash. I mean, it was a phone call made to Johnny Gaudreau to be like, hey, play one year cheap. And then once we get some people off the books, we can try and raise that for you. I don't know. It seems like, an effort wasn't even made and we're just treading water once again.
0: I feel like it was relatively expected. Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a boring answer, but just given the cap situation, you know, unless we were signing one of the, you know, it did feel like this year there were a lot of players that were available for, you know, one year, $850,000, but they all seemed to go to, you know, the Leafs or a lot of them seem to go to the Leafs, but. Uh so barring one of those that seemed to be one of those diamonds in the rough I was mostly just expecting AHL depth unless it was a day of Donnie wheeling and dealing and um I was hoping for that but we didn't exactly get that.
4: Yeah, I would agree. I mean, with the cast space they have it's really expected that they're going to go with depth moves here and I don't know. I feel like people get weirdly mad on Twitter about depth moves being made like oh this guy sucks he's just in the AHL and it's like well yeah like that's exactly what they're signing him for Mm -hmm. um and I mean the fact that they are still figuring out Krejci and Bergeron they can't even figure out those contracts right now I don't expect Donnie boy to do anything relevant and go out and try to get a big fish there um the only ones I was really interested I mean Dylan Strom. I guess was the one that I was interested going into free agency just because young center with a lot of potential. Um, but obviously with that cap hit, I don't know. It would have been interesting. And who knows, like if they're expecting to sign uh, Craig and Bergeron, you have coil at three C. not really a lot of space for him there, but uh, other than that on the free agency list, everyone's going to get paid way too much for them to really go in and try to make a splash. I felt like,
2: but did you also look at Trocek because he signed, I think for seven years, five and a half. Is that a number that the Bruins could have made work? The seven's a little bit long, but you know, sometimes you have to do that to get the guy. And yeah. that's all we keep hearing is that the Bruins don't have a top two center for you know the next generation when Krejci and Bergeron are gone. Could Trocek have actually filled that gap for, just five and a half million a year. And I don't know how you make it work, but was there a way that that was the guy that they could have made the splash with?
1: That's so manageable. It's not even funny. And again, you have a year like this where even if you have create and Bergeron come back, you can propose the offer that, Hey, this year you're making a little less and then next year you'll make six or next year you'll make seven, but we'll squeeze you into the cap this year. And then you're our guy for the coming future. And that's something that could have been done, and it feels like nothing was. I think Chocek would have been a right fit to try to get into this team. And, yeah, he might be a number two center, so you don't fix the Bergeron situation when he's gone immediately. But you absolutely could have given him kind of a crappier first year with the promise of a better contract after that. And nothing was done.
3: Yeah, I think I think it, it's definitely expected. Like like you guys all said with the cap situation, and that's kind of what you do. I don't I don't know. It was just it was kind of like the Zaka trade caught me by surprise because that's what I was expecting out of the Bruins. I was like, oh my god, they made a trade. Don Sweetie's gonna just be on fire today, and trades left and right, just complete rebuild in one day. No, um, I was like, oh okay. So, like I'm I'm satisfied like the Zaka trades that little like aftertaste that's good. And the free agency is just like a little bitter. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Uh is there any particular free agent or two that y'all are more excited about than others? I don't know how, I didn't look too deeply into them. Kincaid and Carrick were the names that I knew. Um AJ
1: AJ Greer level sixty-nine <laughs> dungeon master in uh in Dungeons and Dragons and uh, Boston University Legend.
4: Don't forget uh, Albany Devils Legend, uh, Keith Kincaid. Uh, Cam's not on, but 518 repping that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah,
1: yeah.
4: Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what you expect. Uh, and going back to the Trochek thing, I mean, I don't know, seven years just seems like so much for Trochek. Like I I don't know if I want to commit to that if I'm the Bruins. That is so much. And like the, the AAV is not bad, but I don't know, seven years for that guy. Don't know.
1: i not yeah. gonna want to stick Providence though. Like that's my thing. Is I get it if Omar or Swayman gets hurt and you have a serviceable backup that's you know not Kyle Kaiser, not that I don't like Kaiser, but that's got a little more NHL experience that you're not just throwing him to the fire, you know? So I guess it works, but he, he's going from New York city to Providence, Rhode Island. And that's yeah, not yeah, an yeah, enticing yeah. offer. Of <laughs> I'm from Providence. I get the crap on Rhode Island. I'm from it. <laughs>
0: At the very least, you know, we do have both Swayman and Olmark coming off of the biggest workloads of their careers thus far. I mean, they're both relatively young guys. I'd expect them to come off of it pretty good, but I feel a lot better, you know, somebody that I've, you know, seen us play against plenty of times in Keith Kincaid versus, uh, you know, a third goalie of Kaiser or Grosnick. Um, that gives me at least a little bit more uh, peace of mind, um, knowing that they absolutely could spend some time either injured or underperforming this year, just based off of last year's workload.
1: Although I've got to ask, what do you guys think likelihood of uh, Bruins sneaking in again? Cause you know, Ottawa's not getting any worse. Bruins sneaking in again is one of the last seeds in. They're playing the Rangers. Ugor gets hurt. Yarrow Halak <laughs> comes out, drops four clean shutouts. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah when i when i saw halak signed for a second like i was so detached from bruins hockey since they they were out really like i you know obviously i pay attention a little bit and stuff and but after the stanley cup final i was just so detached i was like oh my god it's it's free agents the free agent frenzy tomorrow oh my god um when I saw Halak signed, I was like, "Wait, isn't that our back? Isn't that like the tandem with Swayman? What about the?" Last? And I was like, "Wait, oh yeah, Olmark's there. That's right. That
4: is, he's the other guy." All right,
3: <laughs> good.
4: Yeah, I mean, I people forgot about Halak when he went to Vancouver and then was just like stuck behind Demko. He's he's past his prime. He's just older, dude. Love him, but I, I don't see him doing much in New York. He's just kind of there, the ster and not play like 80 games and honestly and that's all you
0: really prime. need with Igor and Nat. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
4: exactly this well, is
1: prime 2019 2020 at 39 years old
3: like, <laughs> <laughs> um let's see well when that you- that's all I have planned. is there anything else
2: yeah when you or, can, Pat, can we also yeah, do, yeah can we do some uh, schadenfreude a little bit because while talking about goalies what the hell are the Leafs doing in net? I <laughs> go, Matt Murray? Are you it's kidding? Great. I love it. No, Absolutely. No, they've, got to figure it
1: out. they've got to figure it out. Leafs, always a great team, terrible in the playoffs. Matt Murray, terrible in the regular season, great <laughs> in the playoffs. You put the two together, they're solid. <laughs> Leafs for a cup, baby.
2: Either that or they're going to be terrible all the way around.
4: First round exit. Yeah, I loved I loved Ottawa's goalie moves more than Toronto's, and that's saying something because it's Ottawa. And <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're hoping that Matt Murray can really turn it around, but he's not been good in quite a long while. So I don't know what they were thinking with that one. I feel like Leafs fans are hyped up for Samsonov, but, I mean, he showed you on the Capitals what he could do, even just giving that pizza, that Craig Smith, to Tucker for the OT winner a couple of years ago. So I don't know what they're thinking
1: no one knows what they're in. The Maple Leafs. At this point, they're trying way too hard. And it's comical to see them lose in the first round. We're getting to the point where it's getting sad. I feel oh, like it really year, it really
0: was sad this year.
1: It kind of crossed sad. Like, <laughs> Tampa was a good team, obviously made it to the cup final, but you're sitting here and you're going another game seven. Like, Austin Matthews must really love golf or something because
4: you think he, you think Matthews is gonna stay there when his contract runs out, or does, does he get out of there? They don't I, win
3: I could see contract. him getting out yeah. Coyote's bound.
4: Hmm. No, nah, he's going he's going to
1: Columbus, Ohio. You
3: yeah, just it? like
4: all the big stars, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A a get someone explain to me the gaudreau thing because i i really don't I think he
3: just anyway. he just wanted it like nice and quiet like just want to live in ohio like, if you wanted to you know, like, the, if you're going the into the like, city of calgary if you're like going into witness protection and shit i'm, I'm sure they send you to ohio half the time it's just what it seems ohio. like ohio is just full of people in witness protection all living <laughs> false lives uh and that's what gaudreau wants to do well uh, honestly i think you could get some like uh, uh, other than nash like who is really like who do you think of when you think columbus i guess uh uh, what's his fucking face? Wow, I think I mean, well, no, Panarin, that's also one. Uh, was it Bobrovsky, right? Bob he was the, the guy that was there. Um,
4: Eve Mason. Like...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Columbus City where, because it's right by Ohio State, sells out that place uh every day of the week and then I remember when the Bruins played over 2019 they were talking about it on the broadcast about how Ohio State was out so in the second round of the playoffs there were no fans in the freaking arena Mm -hmm. because the Ohio State kids weren't going to the game
4: yeah that's when they had that stacked team with Panarin and Bobrovsky and randomly put up like a ton of points that year that was a good team for like one year and Duchesne like, what was that?
1: <laughs> I was nervous in that so
4: series, Matthews. to be honest. Yes. <laughs>
3: and then
4: I think everyone they went up Another, two to
3: one
0: and
4: yeah. <laughs> They're a very sad franchise now. I mean, besides Gaudreau and I guess line A. I was like, who's their center? I didn't even know their center. Like, was like, Mine Why is not
1: Goudreau? even back. Austin Matthews is their center. We just said Austin <laughs> Matthews is going to Columbus. Well,
0: it's going to be Sean in the uh, mm. in the interim. We all know that. <laughs>
3: Is is Wenberg number one? See,
4: oh. I think it's Cole Cylinder. They're like young oh. kid that they got out there. I think that's yeah. their like
3: number one. Oh, so. uh, Wenberg is also on the Kraken now. I just realized. So. <laughs> that's
2: right. Yeah, I think it's either it's either Cylinder uh, or Rosslevec.
4: Yeah, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> That's that's quite a team. That's quite a team of misfits. They've been drafting well, but oh, my God. I couldn't name well, that roster. Same with Seattle. Wonder
1: well, they're going to make a cup run, and we're going to all be surprised. And we're going to just suddenly remember that they drafted well and signed Johnny Gaudreau. This is going to be like three, four years. They're going to come out like Florida Panthers this year level good, Colorado Avalanche level good, and we're going to be so confused on why. It's by the fact that they've been undermining us this entire time.
0: Well, of course they got, you know, they got Gaudreau to sign for less money. They were able to sell him on a vision of, you know, being competitive and none of us saw it. But there's a reason, I guess, that we're not working in the NHL.
1: Uh, honest question, though. What's worse, Columbus, Ohio or New Jersey?
3: <laughs> oh, uh, New Jersey. Yeah, definitely, definitely. definitely. There's New Jersey. The Literally, so there's,
1: there, there's the easy decision.
3: Columbus is like the armpit of of America. So just guess what New Jersey is.
4: <laughs> well, I mean you drive into Jersey and you could just smell. It has a smell to it. <laughs> right when you cross the border. Yep.
3: <laughs> I pissed
1: off a guy one time that I was working with because he was like, oh he's from New Jersey. He's from the smelly part. And I was like, every part of Jersey is the smelly part of Jersey. <laughs>
4: Exactly. So I don't know what he's thinking, but he also didn't want to go to the Flyers, which I don't blame them because they are crashing and burning and then crashing again. When (laughs) you have the chance
0: to sign both Rasmus Ristolainen and Tony D'Angelo for a combined $10 million and miss out on Johnny Gaudreau. You do that every time.
1: You do that every (laughs) single
0: time, especially when you struggle on defense.
4: (laughs) Great. Poor Carter Hart. That's like the one guy I feel bad (laughs) for.
1: Uh, the poor kid's potential is getting absolutely wasted by. But at least you know he's got gritty backing him up. That's what it is.
3: Yeah, I was I was raised to hate the Flyers almost as much as you're supposed to hate uh, the Habs. And Carter Hart's the like one Habs uh, one one Flyer I've ever really like like drew was kind of there but he was also like i like drew now that he's not on the flyers a little bit i do like drew but when he was was. on the flyers i couldn't fucking stand him it was like a he had the like bergeron's kind of skill set like same game but he was a little nastier and that pissed me the fuck off but um (laughs) he's good now good for him Good for him. Uh he's gonna lead Ottawa to Yeah.
4: <laughs> like speaking of the whole Atlantic. I mean, they're getting good, even the bad teams like Montreal. I mean, they had a really good draft, and it's kind of scary because the Bruins are kind of just sticking around to what they have been. So, mm. I mean, what do you guys think about the rest of the Atlantic? I'm terrified of what they terrified. Can
1: do. Oh my god, they're so good.
4: I mean, look at Detroit. I mean, Stevie Y's plan is fantastic.
1: It's it's worrisome with how the Bruins are doing it and how the Bruins are treading water and keeping like we can be good for one more year because there's gonna come a point where you can't float with these teams. And yeah, it was a few points off this year from that three spot. It could get better. It could get worse this year.
0: And I guess do we expect any of the top teams in the Atlantic to really fall? I mean, I don't think Florida got a whole lot worse. Tampa got worse, but they're Tampa. Hey,
1: Florida um, lost to that... Nola okay? Big oh, big fucking loss for... <laughs> <laughs> for the Florida Panthers. That's Golachari.
3: Which ironically was made a mistake. The team
0: that tripped him. Unbelievable. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
4: Maybe and he's just got going worse and... goaltending. <laughs>
3: I think Achari went to the Blues to troll him. He's going to trip someone in the in the playoffs. And he's one around. of his own teammates? I mean, and just uh, like, oh, oh. <laughs> Bruins have him undercover. They're like, all right, we're going to meet the Blues in the Stanley Cup final this year, right? It's fixed. So you got to trip him. <laughs>
4: I hope so, but there'll still be no call.
3: There'll
0: yeah, there no will. Call.
4: Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, it leads to a goal. <laughs>
3: Um, well, that scenario is definitely happening and that's my hot take of the summer. Um, but but before we close off, any of you have some scorching, scorching hot takes? Um, it's just like, I don't know. I think Columbus is going to win two Stanley cups in a row now that they got Gaudreau. Um, I don't know. know. These
1: are going to pack the playoffs house, uh, in a, uh, college arena and are going to go deep into the playoffs and the NHL is going to mandate that they play the playoffs in Gila River Arena and they're going to refuse and they're going to say we can only play it at ASU and we're going to paint our logo on the ice and spray paint and that's what's going to happen.
4: I like it. I
0: really got got nothing.
4: So uh, this is tough cuz my my first one's not a really hot hot take but i think Kadri resigns in um Colorado. I think they make room for him. Uh my second hot take is that the Ottawa Senators will make the playoffs this upcoming year. I like it. Yeah, both. And who knows if that means bad things for the Bruins cuz i feel like it might
1: Oh, it'd be a bad thing for the Bruins, absolutely.
4: Yeah, unless they
3: can like move to the metro, the metro like halfway through the season. Uh, yeah, this so they can play Charlotte,
1: John Henry's please. Penguins.
3: <laughs> no, we'll be traded
0: for the Penguins. The trade is one for one. <laughs>
3: so
2: at least we get right, Drew, we you... get Drew, you're go you're, you're going to want to. Uh save this one for later either i'm gonna be look extremely smart or you're going to troll the hell out of me for this one you ready for this all right all right i'm ready the leafs are going to win the cup (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe i got deleted Yep. Oh I I, I no see I see, see I see teams like working their way up and you you know they, they have to take those early losses. You know, the Tampa took their loss to Columbus and then they finally get over the top. Colorado took their losses, finally won the cup. I, I think Toronto's had their losses and they, they have the team that's gonna win the cup. So like I said, a year from now you can either uh roll this back and make fun of me or I'm gonna look pretty smart.
1: <laughs> right after Austin Matthews signs with the Columbus Blue Jackets,
2: <laughs> <laughs> and Matt Murray
4: implodes. I, I'm looking forward to that.
3: <laughs> All right, I lagged for a bit there. I think I'm back though. I heard everything yeah. Pat said. Everyone just like disappeared for a minute though on me. I couldn't see anything.
2: Um, yeah, you. But we uh, were just staring off into the distance.
3: Yeah, yeah. And, uh, wow, Pat. I was going to have you back on the pod soon, but I don't know anymore. <laughs> uh, 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 that take actually reminds me of, of this old gem of a take here, from uh, Chris, allegedly.
2: I would give up Pasternak. I think that first line works without Pasternak because
0: I also don't love David Posternak. I don't care about him all that much as a person. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I loved piecing that together. Uh, that was a lot of fun. It took me, it took me mean? like that, close that to an hour stage. to do that too. Yeah, how long was that taking? That was, that was one real take. take. you tell? Was the yeah, obviously there. it was one
0: consecutive take. <laughs> so when's pasta traded? No, I'm not putting that into existence. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't, don't say it. Anything that can't Please, happen won't no, yeah. Put that shit into the universe. It'll happen. Sign
4: that man. <laughs>
3: Please. Sign him. Nine and a it. half. Let's go. Just fill the roster with Czech guys. Keep them around. That's why they went and got Zaka. They're like, all right, pasta, bro. We got someone you might know. Uh, And here you go.
1: Also, can Uh, we we just real quick talk about how BS it is that the Bruins got removed from the Czech games? Like, they're like, oh, yeah, we're going to have two teams in Nashville and Boston that are – that have very Czech rosters, and we're going to play in the Czech Republic, and they're like, "Nope." Now the San Jose Sharks are going to lose fourteen to nothing to the to the predator.
3: <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I think that's I think that's a wrap. Unless there's anything else, um, if you if any of you have any, have anything to shout out or
2: anything like that, feel free to do so before we close out. Drew, you did a, a hell of a job, both hosting and being prepared for this. Thank you. Thank you. Yes,
3: I have a Word document. I can read it to you right now. One, Zaka. Two, Bergeron slash Krejci. Three, Ad Read. Four, Other Free Agent Stuff. Five, Close. That's that's Good my job, Cam. I'm
2: glad, I'm glad Cam was able to put that together for you.
3: I'm just, yeah, yeah he, he's like, here's my contribution. I know I haven't been on an episode in like three weeks, but uh, here you go. <laughs> Hey, you read it word for word to perfection. Yeah, Thank I'm, you.
1: Did I cyberbully cam off the pod?
3: <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, he went down to Maryland for a bit. Now I think he's in New York, but yeah, he's just a void. He, he hasn't come home since. It's weird. Um, I don't know why Why it has to do with him living in his apartment or anything, but maybe
4: that's when he, he heard your slander. That's where he was and he needed to get out. He's pulling a Tim Thomas hiding in a bunker somewhere. <laughs> <coughs>
3: All right. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you to all of you for showing up. Uh, I was all alone and (laughs) was going to be very sad on my own. So thank you very much. Uh, Rob and Sean, we have to have you on for your own separate episodes sometime soon. Oliver and Pat, obviously, will have you back. But um, (laughs) both times now, it's been on these open invites. So I think we got to set aside a, a full episode to have you guys on um sounds like a plan yeah whenever awesome all right well thank you everybody this has been the Bruins and bruins podcast uh the hockey podcast network podcast presented by bruins diehards and pride diehards and uh no that's it see i think changes every three months and i can't keep track all right bye